0: Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today I want to talk about how to create a home that is a sanctuary for you. And really this episode is about creating life and joy in your personal space And this is something I will be completely selfish and tell you. You all know how I develop content. It's usually in reaction to what's going on in my life or what I'm seeing with the people I talk to, my beautiful Black women that are in my life. And this is what I was actually talking to my mom about. I've really gotten into interior design lately. And I promise you, this is not necessarily an episode about interior design, but more so the spirit behind that. Opting out a struggle for me means that I need to have a resting place that it makes me feel safe and is beautiful in the fact that it reflects me. When it comes to what makes something beautiful or safe, that is a very individual experience. So I can't tell you that. I can't tell you what design choices to go for. And it's also not a matter of necessarily money. We're going to talk about inexpensive ways. It's about taking time to think about where you wake up every day, what your home says about you. And maybe your home is an apartment. I want to be clear. Your home is just wherever you lay your head. And about the fact that you deserve to have a safe space and a sanctuary. And your home should absolutely do that. So we're going to talk about ways to beautify your home, which may be things you've thought about before, or maybe a new way of thinking about it. And I'll tell you about my own personal journey to creating a home for myself. And first, I will start by telling you that I have never been a person who decorated, who beautified much of anything. Now, I want to be clear, like my spaces have always been nice and I've always kept them nice, but there were times where my home wasn't beautiful. And I can tell you that those were the times where I wasn't as healthy as I am now in my mental health and my emotional health. My home didn't always feel safe to me. And there were a couple of reasons why it wasn't a sanctuary. Some of it was the actual physical aesthetics of it that I just I would have one room. I was laughing about this with my mom that I used to have like one room that was like the dump room. And so the rest of my apartment would look nice. And then depending on where my mental health was, the dump room or the dump corner, right, It could be a room, it could be corner, would be either horrific. This is me growing up or the cluttered, scattered, messy. And I needed that room. And it was because, if I'm being absolutely honest, that room became a physical kind of manifestation, a physical representation of how messy I felt on the inside. And it was really this kind of show, like, let me put on a show and everywhere you look will be really nice and I'll never show you the closet. I had this one a space beneath a stairwell, <laughs> and it was like I don't know what was in there. I, it I who knows it could something could have grabbed me and taken me. I, it was so messy, and I realized that at the darkest part of my life, when I had so much trauma going on, I had spectacularly burned out of a job. I definitely qualified for PTSD or at least post traumatic stress syndrome. Um, at that point, I had like literal flashbacks and just very symptomatic. I would have these places that I would hide that would be absolutely horrible. And it really was a representation of how I felt that I was pretending to the rest of the world to be one thing. But if you looked close enough, if you opened the door to the closet, if you peeked around corners, you would see the mess. And that was who I was. But I would try really hard to be something different. And as I admit that from a space of therapy, again, journaling, growth as a person, it was part of who I was. Like, it was just the thought. I was a person that in high school never decorated their locker. I'm like, why would I decorate my locker? I'm going to be moved on. I never felt situated anywhere. I never felt like I could stay somewhere. I always treated the place I laid my head as this temporary passing through thing. And as a result, I didn't put a lot of effort. I put bare minimum effort to please other people. So other people would come in the place and be like, okay, somebody lives here. But it never really was a focus of mine all the time. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content. Things you will not find on the podcast, like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched to a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash burnout. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals this good are hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips. For free in every order for a whole year plus get twenty dollars off your first order sign up today at butcherbox.com slash Bgb and use code BgB to choose your free offer and get twenty dollars off I'd have moments and phases like I want to be clear people would come into my home I don't think as I'm saying this I don't think people who've been to my home would be like oh really you don't care about design or you don't care about your home I always maintained an appearance but I want to say like inside of myself I always felt like, meh, I'm leaving, why invest? And again, it was a conversation about me and my lack of investment in myself. I tell you all this not to purge all my business, which I do way too much of on this podcast, but rather to give you a peek into some of the thoughts you may be having that is preventing you from having a home. I think really differently about my home now. I love where I live. And it's got a little bit to do with where I pick to live and what the layout is. Sure. But it's more than that. And here's what I mean by it's more than that. I have fully let go of struggle. And I have opted into my birthright. And as we talked about, we talk about joy a lot. Today, I want to talk about beauty. I have fully opted into beauty. But the reason why I've opted into my birthright and and accessed my birthright of beauty is because I feel beautiful about myself. I have beautiful feelings about me. Not all of them. (laughs) It's at 100% beauty. Kelly is beauty. I love me all the time. I still get up in the morning and I'm like, I don't really like this way my stomach is. I don't really like the way these clothes fit on me. But overall, I really like myself. And I cannot tell you, one of the things I am most proud of and get almost emotional about is how much I love myself. I am so proud of the person I have worked to become. And I am like, girl, Kelly, look at you. And I want each one of you to feel that way about yourself. That is why I do this podcast. And so one of the ways you can make your house a home, create a sanctuary, is by seeing the beauty in yourself. Your home is not about a color of a wall, a painting or a picture or a lamp or whatever, the towels you choose, the linens you have for your bed. It starts with you believing you are beautiful. And maybe you don't feel aesthetically beautiful. I guarantee you are. But maybe you don't feel that way. But I want you to first feel beautiful about yourself. That who you are on the inside is beautiful. That you work hard to be a good person and to treat people well, as I'm sure you do. And where there are areas you don't feel so beautiful about yourself inside, you are working on those areas. We're all work in progresses. I am not a fully formed human. I am not perfect. There's a lot of things about me that need work. But I really like myself. And so one of the ways I make my home a sanctuary is by liking me first. The second way I make my home a sanctuary and I bring beauty into my home, I beautify my home, is I'm really careful about who I let in it. When I had poor boundaries about my home, I never felt fully comfortable. And maybe you had experiences where you grew up and you weren't comfortable in your home, so you don't know what that even looks like. And for that, I I empathize, I see you. But in your personal home, you actually have the right to say, hey, I get to decide who comes in here and who doesn't. I don't let anyone in my home I don't feel comfortable with. And if they slip through, which happens, and they come over once and I'm like, oh, no, they don't come back. I don't extend an invitation. I made a promise to myself that I would never feel uncomfortable in my home ever again. And it wasn't a promise I always honored or even thought to make if you'd talk to me 10 years ago, five years ago. Heck, before the pandemic, (laughs) I may have not had that attitude, but I radically have it now. My space in my home is so precious and I will not be violated in it. And violation can be a strong word, but honestly, when people come in, don't respect your place, don't respect your boundaries, don't respect you as a person, it is a violation. And your home is your safe space, So another way that you can beautify your home is by making sure the only people who make you feel safe are ever invited to come in. And some people may not vibe with that outside. They don't understand, but you will understand because you deserve a safe place. Being a Black woman can feel anything but safe. But let that lie on the outside world. Don't let the one place you have control over feel unsafe for you. And the third way to beautify your home and make your home a sanctuary is literally through beauty, the narrow definition of that word. What are the things that you think are beautiful? What are the colors? What are the items and don't listen to what other people say. Sure, I mean, if you want inspiration, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm constantly looking at things for inspiration, but I will not let an influencer at the outside world tell me what's beautiful. I go by what makes me feel good. And guess what? There's no wrong answer to that. What's beautiful to you in that narrow definition of what looks good may look very different to me. That's okay. It's your home, it's your sanctuary. It needs to be beautiful to your eye. And many of us don't have the money to have an interior designer, to have the best of the best and to do all these incredible updates to our our living arrangements. And that's cool too. But I guarantee you, there is something small you can do to beautify your home. I think about little things I buy that make me happy. I love a good throw. I have too many. It's become a problem. I think about that. I'm really into battery operated lights. Uh I have a whole thing where I have little lights I put around my furniture that are motion-sensored or I can have a remote that I put on and so like at night when I'm having a cozy movie night, I put those lights on, I get in my couch, I lay in my couch, get my throw and I am feeling amazing. I love music. One of the most favorite things I purchased, I am giddy about this thing, is a record player holder that lights up and says, now playing. To you, you might be like, girl, who cares? And you don't have to. But to me, when I look at it, it makes me feel good. I think it's beautiful. So my challenge to you is to look at those three areas that we talked about with beauty. How to make your home a sanctuary. Opting into making your house a home, a sanctuary, beautifying your place. First, start with within yourself. How do you feel about you? How you can love yourself more? That's too difficult. Think too about where are there people that I'm bringing into my space that don't belong there? And last and the easiest one is, and this might be my challenge for you today. Find and identify the things in your house that you think are beautiful and make sure that they're showing. There are things I had hidden in drawers and I'm like, oh, I really like this. Take that thing out and display it. Create a corner. I don't care if it's your nightstand, it's like a, a pillow you like. Find something of beauty today. Make it your goal this week, but immediately find a beautiful thing that you can create in your home, that you can center in your home, that you can acknowledge in your home and start one by one building around it. You deserve, no, 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 it's more than deserve. Your inheritance is beauty. You are beautiful. You deserve beauty around you. And you deserve the safety that having a beautiful home can bring. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. Give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other.